Well, Columbus isn't like, uh, it's pretty far from everything. Oh, oh, hi. I, uh, I didn't see you come in there. Welcome to, uh, Bryant Me, where we talk about soccer and other things other podcasty things. I'm running solo tonight, not because of Bryant Caves and his rich social life or that he lost his voice. No, 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 not this time. This time we've got a, a special episode for you. Special in that we are not the two people you're going to hear from the most. We were fortunate enough to speak with the best Armenian national team podcast in English, Football Kendron. We talk with Aram and Armen, two of the few hosts on the show, about a little something that we all know about in crew circles with the addition of Lucas Zelarayon into the Armenian national team. So joking aside, we were going to include this in a full episode, but unfortunately, just with how life worked out this week, weren't able to get a schedule together to record an entire five-hour-long Brian Me episode that you're all used to listening to. So tonight, we have a shorter episode, a little more uh, palatable, again, because we're not talking mostly, and also because the time is short enough where you don't age substantially by the time the show ends. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts about this. We're going to deep dive into the Armenian national team, learn a lot more about the players who are not named Lucas Zelarayon. So I think you're really going to um, enjoy it. We also talk a little bit about Lucas's exploits here with the crew and how um, there's a player on the Armenian national team who's like Jamie Vardy. All in the good reasons. None of the, <laughs> none of the off-field reasons. So go ahead and enjoy this interview. Also, when you get a chance, go ahead and subscribe to Football Cantron because they are an awesome podcast. They gave us a few recommendations from their episodes. I've been listening to them this week um, after this episode and uh, after we recorded, and it's been pretty awesome. There's one episode especially got a lot out of with the executive of the Football Federation of Armenia and the women's side, the women's team, Anna Tadevacion. Excuse me if I said her name incorrectly, but she is the executive over all of women's football and just what they're doing in Armenia is amazing, even to the point where they're requiring any men, any men's team who wants to get a license to play professionally in that country, they're required to have a women's team also, which is just something awesome that Armenia started and now it's started to pick up steam across the globe. So um, enjoy this little mini pod special or comparing to other pods, a normally length pod. And yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you probably next week on an episode of Brian me the podcast. Your mother warned you about. We've got a special interview that we've got embedded into this recent episode, this current episode that you're currently listening to of Brian and me. Brian's not here, and that's fine. We're going to survive without him because we have two awesome folks that are two-thirds of Football Kentron, who's a Armenian national team podcast, English-speaking Armenian national team podcast. And we're bringing them on, obviously, because of all the excitement around Lucas Zelarayan, 
our Columbus Crew's own Lucas Zellerayan, uh Campione's Cup MVP, even though he probably shouldn't have won it. Uh, Lucas Zellerayan, welcome to the show, Aram and our men. Welcome, and I just want you to first kind of talk about your podcast and kind of how it's much better than ours. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, my name is Autumn, and I'm joined here by my colleague Armen, uh, and we are a portion of Football Gantron, who we have dubbed as the only English-language podcast <laughs> dedicated to Armenian football. Uh, that's our tagline, but I realized uh, if, if someone else decides to do this, we can't use that line anymore. So... <laughs> uh, Taglines are relative. It's all good. You can yeah. Then you can uh, say you're the best. Armenian um, national team English podcast. Then you can yeah, just thank add you. Thank yeah. you. Read my mind. We're excited <laughs> to be here on the pl- and me podcast because Brian isn't here. So, <laughs> so we're just with the and me portion. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're just we're so ready to talk about Lucas. Yeah. So before we get to, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the golden boy or the black and gold and boy uh, with the crew, let's talk about the Armenian national team because with Lucas coming onto the team, now we know two players who are on the Armenian national team, and that's our own fault. Uh, on Brian and me, our, the Banfam can attest, we don't talk too much about men's international soccer. But with Armenia and with Lucas, we saw a real avenue to go down. So you need to help kind of us and the Banfam know people who are not named Lucas or Mkhitaryan. Uh, what? Who are some players that we should watch out for with the World Cup qualifiers coming up this week? Well, we can we can definitely do that for you. That's why we're here, and and we don't blame you for not watching national team football because it only ends up letting you down and getting you sad and ruining mm-hmm. your week. Um, yeah. <laughs> Unless you follow like four teams. Unless there are four teams in the world <laughs> you follow, everything else is sadness. Yeah. Um. So I guess we'll we'll do maybe we'll pick one player at the back, one in the midfield, and one in the attack. I think that's yeah. maybe a good way to go. Uh, I'll let Armen take this one. Uh, who is one player in the back we can talk about, Armen? He's going to love this one. Oh, <laughs> obvious. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, I'm I'm the defense guy. And there's literally, there's the the ultimate man. I mean, there's no other way to name him. Barasta Taroyan, our real captain, and on paper, vice captain after Henrik Mkhitaryan, precisely. Uh, he is not a Spanish speaker, but he does play in Spain, in Cadiz, in the southernmost... Uh, city in Spain uh, he's been having his first season there in La Liga and already I don't know three clean sheets already against Barcelona and Valencia yeah two of them against Barcelona and Valencia no less um, simple. scored his first goal he, recently <laughs> yeah against Rajo Vallecano sadly they lost but uh, I guess the one thing I want to say about him and I'm sorry if I'm getting repetitive but he is the ultimate man. As <laughs> the simple ultimate as that. Man. So we should have just we should have done defense last because the ultimate. You don't <laughs> want to now everything under here is yeah. just it goes it's downhill, downhill but, from here. Yeah. yeah. But anytime anytime Serge Aguero looks sad, I'm okay with that. So <laughs> I I will attest to the ultimate manness just from that alone. Yeah, he's the vocal presence in the back. He's the commander. He's the one that really leads the line uh, in terms of defense. And he's the one that organizes the team in front of him. And you don't want to mess with him. Just look at him. He's has he's a beard buff guy. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, okay. Oh, well, yeah, we're going to watch out for that then. 
Well, and we're moving on to the middle of the park. Uh, there's a lot of players we could choose from here. Um, I don't that's know. If, the, that's the depth. That's yeah, this the, is where, where the, the depth, depth comes in. We're talking central midfielders, defensive midfielders, and wingers, uh, or left and right midfielders as they're classified because Armenia plays a 4-4-2 formation. I'm going to go ahead and pick on um, Tigran Barsarian. He is the what has been source of a lot of our attack in the past year and a half or so under Armenian national team manager Joaquin Kaparos. He has really stepped in and the absence of Henrik Mkhitaryan. He mm. scored all the important goals. He's given all the important assists. Um, he was the top most assist player, or player with the most assists, rather, uh, in the UEFA Nations League in the last round. But, but in all conferences, uh, he had the most assists out of every player. Um, he has an amazing left boot. Uh, but he's also extremely selfish sometimes, uh, not sometimes, a lot of the times, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> and we yell at him, but we love him. Yeah, so, he's a bull. He's a star. Yeah, he's a little Hulk. You know, that's <laughs> that's what he reminds us of, the player Hulk, you know, except the Armenian, and we're the receding hairline. <laughs> Armenian Hulk. And, and with full of tattoos. Yeah. But I have to make like a special mention, if we must, uh, about Edward's person. I, I, I knew this, this was kid, Yeah. This kid, this kid, this kid. He just keeps wowing us. I mean, uh, he keeps delivering. He keeps pulling performances out of nowhere. Uh, he is like, a, for what, by the looks of it, he is going to be like the 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 student of of Lucas, and and we want to see how that pans out because it, most likely it's going to be either Lucas or him. And now Lucas is at at his prime, so it's going to be Lucas. But I think they're going to complement each other. They're going to work together a lot. And it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Yeah, this kid, um, just for a little bit of context, he he had an assist a couple weeks ago now in the Russian Premier League. He plays for Krasnodar. He's 21 years old, yeah. and he broke into the first youngest, team. Youngest Armenian, actually, yeah. Youngest Armenian to ever play uh, Champions League. Yeah, he played uh, in Champions League. Italian. He he scored on his debut for the Armenian national team within 10 minutes of coming off the bench. Um, he and then couple, got the penalty that and then got the penalty that ended up winning the game. Uh, oh he's, man, he's an amazing talent. His dribbling skills are immense, and he dribbled past five players to give an assist a couple of weeks ago on the RPL. If you could check the video out on our on our Twitter, he's insane. Um, but enough of the midfield. We can move on to the attack. Um, Anman, I'll let you pick this last player. I know who you're going to talk about already. Up front, who should these <laughs> listeners look out for? Well, yeah, I, I mean, of course, there's Saki Sadamian from Bundesliga side, Hoffenheim. And uh, he is like a workhorse. I think he plays a lot for the team. He's very underappreciated and undervalued because he doesn't score as much as he should for being a striker but the thing is armenian strikers don't always like uh score don't get to be the one that scores and the important thing is that they work for the team and this guy just does it you know and and uh yeah he's a, an immense talent also and uh, he's kind of like the bundesliga jamie vardy because he's played all over the Bundesliga lower divisions and made his rise to uh, to like top tier Bundesliga 
and on his first few games, he literally scored a brace against uh, against uh, Bayern Munich and Manuel Neuer, and he actually led. Yeah, historical fact because I like history among other things. I'm <laughs> I'm a pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm a pretty interesting guy. Uh, <laughs> A bit of Bundesliga history for He also listeners. did that against Dortmund as well. So he's yeah, he, but it was geez. this was the first time, the first time that Hoffenheim beat Bayern München in the Allianz Arena. Yeah, it was and a crazy game. That's, that's all Adamian. He for me. he is an important player in the important times. He is the player that scored the game-winning goal against Georgia, which set up uh, Derby. That that ultimate match where that won us promotion in the Nations League. Um, he is, as Armin said, he's a player that I know. I hate to use this example because I think it's hilariously stupid. But like you know how every Liverpool fan always talks about Roberto Firmino and how oh he doesn't need to score type of striker. That, that's pretty much what Sako is. He's a he's a he's not always going to score. He's not always going to be on the team sheet. But his work rate. Yeah, and he plays similar. Yeah, he plays very similar to Firmino, actually. Now, now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, those Liverpool fans, they're the worst. I'll tell you that <laughs> <See>? much. <laughs> we have one on our, on our team. Chadens, the other piece of the football genshon pie, uh, is a huge Liverpool supporter. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. So He's much. not here, though. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You yeah, can that's call a me good out. thing. And I was really worried, Armen, when you said Jamie Vardy, because there are a lot of bad things you could connect to somebody being like Jamie Vardy. No, I'm glad it Wait, was the positive what? stuff. I, I, I thought you were going to talk I, I about. I want to know that. Oh, no. about his partying, his off. The, okay, cool. This kid okay. is a pure soul. He is literally a pure soul. He is so, okay, yeah, very so kind. Without the, it's like Vardy with a really a good soul. Okay, that that, <laughs> that sounds like the perfect package right Wait, there. What happened to Vardy? I, oh, Vardy this isn't now. a Jamie Vardy podcast. Why are we talking about this? This is not Vardy? a Jamie Vardy podcast. We have <laughs> all right. You can DM talk, me. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll do that in our uh, in our other podcast. It just follows Jamie Vardy's life. But um, <laughs> all that that sounds awesome. So that now we know a lot more than just Lucas and Mkhitaryan on on the Armenian national team. So whenever we're watching it, and we won't have to rely on the commentators alone. And then also being able to watch these players too, and also uh, sounds like too your your kind of star midfielder there playing in the rush Premier League. It sounds like also at the age of twenty one, you said that that's not yeah. like he'll be playing there very long if he's able to cut through. Like, has there been a lot of rumors with him about so moving elsewhere? He he's okay. He's a very interesting one. So he he's a Krasnodar Academy product uh, that was promoted to the first team, um, and he announced that he wanted to play for Armenia and he didn't want to play for Russia. And when, if you're, a, if you're not Russian and you're in the Russian youth setup, that's a no, no, <laughs> that's something Ooh. you don't do because they immediately freeze you out of any chances of getting into the first team. But his Ugh. output and his work product was so mm-hmm. damn good for the second team. Yeah. I mean, imagine you well, they, they have, yeah, exactly. I was get, just going to get into that. I mean, uh, Russia and Ukraine, they do this a lot with uh, minority players, especially like Armenians. Especially like one Armenians. Of them, <laughs> mostly. Most of the times, yeah. Uh, and they have ruined so many Armenian careers, you wouldn't mm-hmm. imagine. Some of them actually uh, trying to revamp that 
and made it to the national team, but nothing like what they could have achieved. Yeah. And they just couldn't do that. They just couldn't pull that off on Spartan. On yeah, and he ended up breaking into the first team, making his Champions League debut against Chelsea, I believe, was it? Mm-hmm. Ended up playing yeah, against Sevilla. Um, and yeah. he, he, I can't imagine him staying there for long, considering who our manager is and the, the connections our manager has. Um, right. Being the former sporting director of Sevilla, he's already linked one of our players, another young player who's not in the squad this time around, Gerard Charoyan, uh, who's that kid's gonna be a world beater also. Um don't be don't don't be surprised if you see him in Spain very soon. Oh, so maybe Bars you might have another Barcelona. Uh Spain, Barcelona like we said earlier, they they need all the help they can get. Well, That'd Barcelona, be a perfect place. Barcelona actually have their eye on another Armenian player, believe it or not. His huh. name is Arsen Zaharian. You might have heard of him lately if you uh, have uh, been watching international football because he, man, that that must have costed you a lot to say i know i know <laughs> that sucked that sucked to say because he decided Not to play for russia and he made oh. his debut for the russian national team at the age of 18. He, uh. he's an insane winger for dinamo uh if you ever have a chance to watch him he you will see him he will be top 10 best players in the world in my opinion, wow. and unfortunately, he's not playing for Armenia. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be his loss. It sounds like it from this, and also it just getting to a point. I, I know right now for folks who aren't watching World Cup qualifiers, you're in second place in your group, five points behind Germany with four matches left to go. So you have two matches this World Cup cycle, then another two um, coming up. I think in November, right? Yeah, November's yes. next window. So being able to mathematically not out of it you know you have to play germany again and maybe who knows what momentum can do but getting into that playoff for the world cup qualifiers because in in europe you if you don't win your group the remaining second place teams go into a playoff plus some extra teams from one of the god 30 leagues that uefa has it's, for their teams. it's the I nation's have no league idea yeah, they, oh, the nation's they've changed league. it's the changed the system winners. so much uh, but armenians, which armenia is actually have a chance won. It's, you have a realistic chance of of competing and making it potentially to a World Cup. I know there's still other matches to play in a playoff, but with the players and the kind of notoriety and the ability they're showing in their club teams, it sounds like, and then adding somebody like a Lucas. Well, I'm not saying the Lucas is going to push you into a World Cup, but he's somebody that it's not going to hurt your team. <laughs> he's exactly. Gonna it, oh, it's going to help. Oh, yeah, it's going to help, help a lot. And I think he's going to be bringing a lot of the qualities that Henrik Mkhitaryan doesn't bring to the national team. Um, mostly psychological. Yeah, yeah mostly, mostly psychological. psychological. Well, he, then let's uh, talk about that. Well, actually, since we're here, because sure. uh, that's kind of why we're here. That's why our friendship started, um, is because of uh, some Armenian-Argentinian. That's that's fun to say. Armenian-Argentinian, uh, Lucas Zellerayan. He is now <laughs> part of the Armenian national team. He plays with the crew. Uh, we play in a 4-2-3-1 where he's the 10. Or if we're playing Cruz Azul and we're up a goal, a 7-2-1, which is what we were doing on Wednesday. But Lucas usually <laughs> is playing that playmaker, uh, running the midfield. He kind of sways to the left and right, depending on what the wing is doing. If one of our wingers is having a tough match, you might see him sway over just to give him a little bit of support. But he he roams. That's what Lucas likes. Whenever Lucas, a free Lucas is a happy Lucas. Let's just put it that way. Um, where do you see him <laughs> fitting into the Armenian national team formation? Where do you see him 
playing because your coach says he's a forward, at least in your yeah. very technologically advanced roster announcement. Um, <laughs> where, where where do you see Lucas playing? Uh, you know, that's an interesting question. So for the for your listeners, we play a 4-4-2 with um, a central midfielder and a defensive midfielder. Okay. Uh, and our two forwards, one of them on the left side most of the time is a true number nine. And the one on the right side is a false nine. Uh, who can drop in deeper and play as a 10. That is um, where we suspect Lucas is going to play. That sounds um, like him, yeah. Because of how the squad was announced, who you would who you would expect to be playing that type of role would be Henrik Mkhitaryan, um, except he is going to be playing more as a winger for Armenia uh, mm. on the right or left side. Uh, because... And if you you know have that combination of a Lucas and Henrik on one side, uh, they better score a damn goal because that's <laughs> a lot of quality. <laughs> right. uh, but I'll let Armin give his two cents. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I agree that it's probably gonna be on the right side uh, of the striking duo, kind of a little be- behind the the main box man, kind of a four nine. What I see it, and uh, yeah. It, what I want to see from him, it's because the bottom line is I don't want Mkhitaryan playing another game for the Armenian national team, but sadly that's not the case. He <laughs> will keep playing, yeah, because he's the, the name, you know. Right. But the thing is, he, he has lately been given the right lane of the wide midfield and having Lucas, like, right beneath or like next to him maybe neutralizes uh, Mkhitaryan's lack of confidence and lack of like will to live when he plays for the Armenian national team. Okay. And that, that's, and that kind of makes sense. That like. makes sense. That makes sense because um, I, I, we say like a four, two, three, one with the crew, like the three is he's, he's in the middle of that. Then we have wingers who are kind of going up and, you know, up and down the field and the fullbacks. So we play a very um, sideline uh, strong lineup, I guess you'd say, but no, that, that makes total sense to him playing that false nine. And also who's he going to kick off of free kick duty? Is he, who's he, whose job is he taking over for? Well, lately it lately, we don't really have any decent free kick takers, to be honest. Eduard Sperzian no, is we a do, but, very, yeah, he's good, but, but he's, he's not, not a starter. Sadly, he's not a starter, and definitely not as good as Lucas on the free kick. There's, I okay. have no not doubt yet. in my mind that Lucas will be the one over the dead ball situations. See? Another, yeah, he's definitely gonna be the free kick taker, and hopefully, he can teach actually Sperzian because he's definitely great uh special i mean edward and, uh, and 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 as i said he's not gonna play when lucas is on the pitch most most likely i mean because they're both literally the same role the same uh build the same style yeah so yeah and uh the thing is we have some big egos if you will some big personalities mm-hmm. that like to take care of the of the free kicks, one of them being Mkhitaryan, but not the only one. Uh, but I that's think... not true. Henrik doesn't take that many free kicks. It's it's no, most of the no. time it's Tigran Barsevian who yeah. takes them, and he just and... skies them like ten out of ten. Times. So it should never <laughs> and then go. Mkhitaryan with the penalties. Mkhitaryan with the penalties. Oh yeah. boy, that's awful. 
Oh, every single time he steps up to take a penalty, you know, you know he's, he has no confidence. So <laughs> oh man! And yeah. see, that's that's why I I really like having Lucas on the squad. One of the reasons it's basically set pieces. Yeah, which, which we're not, you know, we, especially on corners as well, we tend to not score off dead ball situations. Mm -hmm. uh, like if ever, we literally never score on dead ball situations. And I think Lucas is going to change that. And it's just primarily come from the fact that our delivery from dead ball situations hasn't been good. Um, mm -hmm. Henrik hits the first yeah, man, Tigran hits Rosie. It's we need somewhere in between, you know. <laughs> you're gonna be yeah, whenever you watch these free kicks. If you're within like let's say ten yards from the penalty box, you're gonna see them within within a foot, within a half foot of the of the crossbar. At least I've yeah. never seen Lucas sky one. I've never seen him completely. And yeah. I'll even say in a match this season against New York City FC, um, we're crew were down one to zero. Lucas scores a free kick in the 81st minute, or in the 82nd, excuse me. Then in the fifth minute of stoppage time, scores another goal off of a free kick. So even wow. under pressure, this guy is just, yeah, you don't have to worry ask. about free kicks. Now, maybe um, personality-wise, maybe there's some folks who won't be as easy to um, to get rid of them. But then but if you see him. them going into the net, I think that... That humbles some folks. I think that makes people happier whenever you see him going into this. Back so, what are the odds? What are the odds of Lucas scoring a free kick for Armenia in in uh, these in these set of matches in October? Oh what do you gosh. think? I'm not a gambler, but um, I I don't know how often do you guys do you does your team almost, usually almost get never. like not in terms yeah, of scoring goals, but how often do you get fouled? Like, are you looking for fouls in the? We're, we're yeah, a counter-attacking yeah. team primarily, so we do get fouled a lot in transition. Yeah. Uh, okay. But they don't—they're not necessarily in the central area. That's the issue, uh, and that's something that we're hoping to see change. We're hoping Lucas plays the ball through the middle of the damn park because <laughs> we never do that, and it's frustrating. Oh uh, yeah, he no he um he'll be able to, he'll be able to do that for you too. And then also, gosh, I think I forget. I forget how far it was, but in the f first minute stop or first half stoppage time, crew were down uh, two to zero, and they were down to ten men against our rival Cincinnati. They're about two hours down the highway from Columbus, where I'm at. Um, he scored. God, I want to say it was thirty or forty yards out. He just, he's just like, forget it. I'm just, I'm just gonna rip it. And he, he, Whoosh. we ended up, we ended up drawing two to two uh, with 10 men coming back from two goals down. So he's just somebody that uh, momentum can build off of him. And he just, he's so accurate with the ball when he gets those opportunities. I think in the run of play, you probably won't see a ton of Lucas goals. He'll set up a good amount of them, but um, yeah, on those free kicks, just get out of the way, let Lucas kick it and <laughs> see what happens. That's that's what we're hoping to see, man. We we need a but little. I hope of, to see one. Uh, let's get. I'll say one. The uh, let's see. Uh, the over under is there. Um, we go. Is a uh, 0.5. I'll go over a 0.5 for okay. for free kick goals in the next two matches, depending okay. on how many minutes he plays. But even then, he could come onto the field. I, I would be confident with his ability. Uh, well, I have another question. We didn't talk about sure. this. Sure. What number is his jersey gonna be, and what's the name on the back? Because I need oh. to order one, and I don't want to get like a. 10 Zella Rayon and he comes out at like six and it says Lucas. I need to make sure <laughs> you got to let me know once you we know. We actually don't have a match. number. Yeah, we I don't. I think it's vacant. 
number 10 is Eric, Eric Vardanian currently has the number 10 shirt, but we change numbers a lot. The only people uh, whose numbers don't change is Adamian, yeah. Barcerian, and Mkhitaryan, who are okay. 22, yeah. 11, and 18. Um, so any other number he can is is open it's open season he'll probably take the number 10 i, I would i would venture to guess okay and it might and it will likely say zelarayan on it not lucas actually yeah the vartanian actually wore number 14 in the in our last uh window mm-hmm. so it's pretty much vacant it's in it for the taken for lucas yeah hmm. if it's well, that, that important tim they'll give it to him <laughs> that that's awesome uh no i I really appreciate it. I am about like 500% smarter than I was about the Armenian national team before we started talking. So that that is great. And I'm really looking forward to not just watching the matches, which like you said, they play yeah. Iceland and who was it? Romania? And we haven't even Romania. started Armenian lessons. Yeah. Oh, we haven't gosh. even started Armenian lessons. Wait, I'll yeah. have to, uh, is that on Duolingo? Can I learn Armenian on there? I think it is on Duolingo, actually. <laughs> okay, I've been I I've, I've been feeling compelled to start a language, so I'm gonna look up Armenian and I'm oh, gonna. Oh, good luck, Jesus! Christ. I know, right? It's not gonna be easy. I didn't say it was gonna be easy. I just said I would try. Okay, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to answer your question, yes, we play Iceland this Friday. It's in Reykjavik, 11:45 uh, Pacific. Okay. 3:45. Is that 3:45? 345. 2:45. We're, we're Eastern time. We're uh, we're the Lord's time zone. Eastern time. That's the, the best time, time zone. Okay. I'm just not, kidding. Not I'm Jerusalem just... has nothing to do with the Lord's. <laughs> no, time. no, just the East Coast. I'm just the East Coast versus West Coast. Since you're in LA, I'm just messing with you. Although and, Ohio, our only and, coast uh, is Lake Erie. So what do I what do I know? It's on ESPN Plus. So thank. Oh, okay. It's very easily accessible. All Armenian national team games are on ESPN Plus, even Nations League. So yeah. That's great, awesome. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be watching, and we'll get some crew supporters to be watching too. And um, I'm really excited, and also excited to listen to your podcast. So if you had you folks haven't uh, subscribed, football Kentron, yes. K E N T R O N, follow yes. them, subscribe to them. Um, you'll get a much higher quality show than you're getting right now, except for the last 20 minutes, because this has been great, and I really appreciate <laughs> you, our our men. Thank you so much for taking the time to well, kind of they're going to be expertise. so disappointed when they listen to our if show they, and it's they've been sucks. listening to our show for two <laughs> oh, years you know they will. they've been going through our show for two years we set the bar really low so you're gonna... <laughs> uh, well thank you for having us thomas it was nice it was nice to be a little bit more uh relaxed because tensions are always so damn high with armenia that it's you know we have a hard time letting loose on our show so we're a little more serious and informative unfortunately um, but we That's do okay. we're funny funny right armin oh i'm i, I think you're talking about me <laughs> <laughs> so listen for armin's humor and then yeah. the the breakdown of all the matches from everybody else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh thanks you guys so much not a problem, Thomas. We're, we're, you can come on our show so anytime. Nice. Oh, I can't. Thank you. Don't. That's that's a dangerous invitation. Thank you. <laughs> oh, in the middle Thomas, of the you are. <laughs> after he's yeah. after he scores his first free kick goal, bring me back. Oh, I will. Uh, so I'll see you next weekend. Yeah, um, next weekend. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. My dance card's <laughs> over. So, like I said. Really awesome interview, really awesome podcast that they've got over there. We were super fortunate to have them on our show. 
and have them sully their good names. We appreciate everything that Aram and our men shared with us, taught us about the Armenian national team. Hopefully you learned a little bit too before you watch them Friday at 2.45 Eastern time on your favorite ESPN app, which everybody loves. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Brighton Me. So uh, that's it. It, it. It's over. We got nothing else. You can follow us on social media, I guess, at Bryant and Me. Pickle Chip on Instagram for Bryant. Replace the eyes with ones. One Thomas Costello on Twitter and Instagram for Thomas. Pretty self-explanatory there. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Adios. <laughs>